Coming up on this episode of the Goldilocks Zone, we're talking about conspiracy theories. That's right, what the government doesn't want you to know and what the rich people are hiding from you. It's all about the theories of the conspiracies, and it's coming up next on the Goldilocks Zone. You're entering the Goldilocks Zone, episode number 9, recorded April 9th, 2015. The Theory of Conspiracy Hello and welcome to the Goldilocks Zone, the podcast that secretly controls the world. Uh, I'm Sean Jennings and I am joined tonight by uh, the man behind the curtain. He is our, our very own mastermind. It is Matt Mariani. Sir, how are we doing this evening? I'm feeling quite all right, Mr. Sean. And uh, yourself? I'm feeling good. I'm excited to be here. I think we've got a great topic to talk about tonight. Um, before we get to that, though, we got to do some cleanup from last week. Let's begin by reminding people this is the Goldilocks Zone, the show that will over, under, or appropriate anything on planet Earth. Uh, you can get the show every week at GoldilocksShow.com. There we have audio, video, and all the other stuff that goes along with it, including access to our social media accounts and where you can subscribe to the show, at Goldilocks Show on Twitter as well. Let's quickly talk about last week's question. Now, we did part two of our breakfast discussion last week. Um... I thought it was a great discussion, and we had a, a, a question for all the folks at home, and that question was, what fruit juice could become the new king of breakfast? So we had a big discussion about OJ, orange juice, as being the, the king of juice, but we sort of thought its stock was declining a little bit with your average breakfast-consuming American. So we said, what juice could become the new king of breakfast? Matt, what are your thoughts uh, on this one? Uh, I, I, I really wanted to go with a different kind of approach to this. And I thought, um, in short, I thought that the banana has a lot of, a lot of, uh, juicing potential, not on its own. Is that I a probably th- wouldn't, can you have, well, wouldn't... first of all, can you have banana juice? I don't think that's a thing. Yes, you absolutely can. You can have a juice that comes from any kind of fruit. Now the, I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily take the banana by itself, but you could put that in a juicer with like kiwi. Or with a uh, strawberry, a bunch of strawberries, or some blueberries, and and mix that together. And I think that has the potential to be the next kind of juice. Um, You know, if you don't want the banana in it, necessarily, you could also say that the strawberry on its own really has a, a high potential to become the next great breakfast juice. It's actually already very popular in South American countries. I believe Argentina, maybe Uruguay, uh, where they call it uh, fresas, something, something like that. <laughs> okay, it's like a, it's like a strawberry juice. You You're never just had an encyclopedia of knowledge, Matt. I don't know where you come up. So with there this we stuff. go. I would say the banana and the strawberry, either combined or separate, have the potential to take breakfast by storm and dethrone the orange juice. I'm calling BS. I'm calling B. Let me throw the BS flag. I'm calling it. <laughs> you can't have a, a juice cocktail be the king of breakfast. You can't have both together. Okay, then separate. Banana juice or strawberry That's, juice. You are out of your mind. <laughs> that, that is... That is a, I think, a, you know what? They All people need to do is try it. This I think is once the, they try it, they'll love it. Put it this way. Banana and strawberry is the Bobby Jindal of juice. Oh my god. Nice. What? Nice, but no. never going to happen. No. 
Nothing wrong with them. Totally adequate. Not what the people want. That's all I'm saying. I, I hate okay. to hate on your juice, but... Agree to disagree, but in 15 years' time, when everybody's drinking President banana Jindal juice... President Jindal is downing his banana juice. Then, yeah, then, then look who like will have idiot. the last laugh? You will, sir. It's going to be... It's gonna be me. Uh, my juice pick. That for this. ain't no conspiracy. <laughs> uh, my pick for this is solely based off of what I've seen on supermarket shelves, and I'm gonna say cranberry juice. I honestly see a lot of cranberry juice being sold. I see it placed prominently right next to the OJ. I think it's something Americans are familiar with. I think it's, I think it's different enough from your kind of traditional apple juices and things like that, but it's not so radical like strawberry or banana. So. Wow. Talk about the Bobby Jindal of juices. No, I, I think cranberry juice. Mine is the Jeb Mine is the Jeb Bush of juices where it's Or maybe it's the Mitt Romney of juices. The, the Mitt Romney. We've seen it's it come by before. We don't really want it, but it's there and we're kind of sick of the other stuff, so People tell us it's good for us, but <laughs> we don't really know. Oh. All we know is that 51% of Americans aren't going to vote for it, so <laughs> <laughs> honestly i think we could do a whole episode comparing juices to presidential candidates but uh we don't have time for that because we got another topic tonight so matt we are doing conspiracy theories conspiracy theories Ooh. Uh, and i love this definition i read to you before the show so i'm going to read it to everybody out there to kind of define what we're talking about when we say conspiracy theory a conspiracy theory alleges an event or events to be secretly influenced by a premeditated group or groups of powerful people or organizations working together. Now that's important because one thing we talked about before the show was Bigfoot. Is Bigfoot a conspiracy? And I think we came to the conclusion that no. Bigfoot may be an urban legend. He may be a mythical creature. Um, but there's no conspiracy because there's no uh, secret influence. There's no society over it kind of hiding Bigfoot from the masses. Um, unless there is and they're really good at hiding themselves and we don't know about it. But... Um, I, I think it's important that we define what is a conspiracy theory. Okay, yeah, I think that is important to do. And uh, first off, I just want to say that uh, the Bigfoot urban legend, I think, uh, is is an important um, definition of an urban legend and not of a conspiracy. I think that we should be clear on the difference between the two. Right. And as you said, a, a conspiracy really implies the collusion of one or more powerful groups or organizations lying or misinforming for the purpose of achieving some kind of uh, goal, some kind of goal for their for their own uh, social benefit. And I think I think that's why the conspiracy theories of a, as a whole have such pull on people. It's it's this idea of it's this thing bigger than you that is controlling you and you don't know about it. And I think that makes people really uncomfortable because it's like, oh, my God, imagine if a, a, a secret organization of the richest people on Earth is controlling the media like that's I, I can't do anything about that because I'm not wealthy. I'm just an average person and I can't prove it because they're rich and successful and they're telling me what I shouldn't shouldn't do like it's very off-putting when you really think about the fundamentals of it. Right. It is very off-putting. And uh, it's also a very – that's why I think a lot of the stereotypes that accompany a lot of conspiracy theorists are um, in a way self-comforting to, to those who may not support 
or believe what the other conspiracists are saying. Right? It's kind of like cathartic to say, oh, these people are crazy because the thing that they believe in is obviously insane. And, you know, it's more comfortable to deny them any sort of self-efficacy, if you will. Exactly. Exactly. So I think when it comes to rating conspiracy theories, and I don't want to speak for you, Matt, I'm going to be looking at two things as we go through this episode. I'm going to be rating conspiracy theories on the sort of action that happened within the conspiracy theory, but also as a theory as a whole. Because for me, there there is such a thing as a bad conspiracy theory. It is it is it doesn't conform to the definition. It's missing bits and pieces. There are problems with it. I will rate the conspiracy theory as a whole. Now I will also rate the sort of content of it. But I think it's important, like when we talked about um, presidential candidates, it was their electability, not how much we actually like them as candidates. And that's I'm going to approach this in a similar way, where I want to judge it as a theory itself. Does, does that make sense? Does that sort of fall with how you're thinking? Yes, I think that seems logical. I think I will try my best to uh, judge conspiracy theorists in the same or theories in the same way. I think that's fair. Well, uh, no better time than the present. Let's jump in. First, we are going to tackle, I would argue, the most pervasive conspiracy theory of our lifetime. And that obviously, would be, obviously. It's... It's it's one of the first two we're talking about. I'm curious to see which one you think I'm going to say. I think you're going to say the conspiracy theory where Greedo shot first. <laughs> Obviously, it was Han. We all know it was Han. Like, look, the evidence is there. It's all around us. Uh, Greedo pulls out his blaster. Han j- jumps down, and then he shoots. Yeah, but think- then, all of a sudden, in the special editions... All of a sudden, in special editions, Greedo shoots first? I I think it's a conspiracy. What it's a good theory. You got George Lucas pulling the strings. He's your big exactly. bad in this situation. He is the big, he's the big puppet master. The only right? problem is it's not a secret because everyone That's knows true. about it. Well, everyone knows about it, but I don't think they can't do anything. The about puppet it. master George Lucas has ever commented on it. That's true. Formally. That's a good conspiracy theory. I mean, no, right. I was going to go with the bigger one, which was the moon landing. Got to go landing. with the moon landing. Uh, I'm going to look, uh, I should look it up. I should have looked it up. I'm not going to, but I, I know I read statistics where something, something like 20% of Americans still don't believe we landed on the moon. It is absurd yeah. that this conspiracy theory has lasted as long as it has. Let's break down the overarching thought. Okay. The year was 1969. America is locked in the space race with the Soviets. Who is going to get there first? They launched a monkey into space. We launched a monkey to space. They launched a man into space. We launched a man into space. And it all comes down to the moon, the final battleground of the race for space. Rapidly approaching. We were promised we were going to get there by the end of the decade. Finally, July of 1969, we land on the moon. Or do we? If you ask some people, they will tell you the United States government faked landing on the moon on a soundstage and broadcast it to the world as a show of dominance because they knew they could never make it on their own and refused to lose the space race to the Soviets. That is the theory. Let's talk about it. I'm going to jump in and go first. For me, the moon landing is the best conspiracy theory there is in terms of a theory because it hits all of the pieces perfectly right break it down one powerful organization overhead the u.s government 
1969, there was nobody bigger, right? Absolutely has, has cause to do it and has the power to do it, okay? Two, it's somewhat believable. At the time, people didn't think we could go to the moon. People today still don't know if we can go to the moon. They think all of them were faked. It is one of those things where it's one thing to say people control the world banks, but you could actually theoretically, you know, but going to the moon, you could actually like make an argument and say maybe it is impossible for us to go to the moon. It's just believable enough, right? Three, easy to fake. It is really easy to fake a moon landing. You do just need a studio. It is really easy. I could do it. All right. Right. And and the Soviet Union did very similar things. Right. I mean, they like picture the, the Soviet Kremlin filming uh, astronauts on the moon on a soundstage or filming a satellite in space. that's on a little string. Very plausible. Right. It's absolutely so then why, plausible. What's what's stopping the U.S. government from doing the same thing? And that's, that's another. I think that's the power behind the theory. And that's another great point, too, is we know the U.S. can make great propaganda. They had done it for a long time. They are a great propaganda machine, and essentially the moon landing was propaganda in a way. Especially if you go on the assumption it was fake, then that's all it was. Four or five, I don't even know what point I'm on. There is a mound of evidence for the moon landing that is bigger than any other conspiracy I've ever seen. Most conspiracies have one or two pieces of evidence. We'll talk about JFK and the magic bullet, but really, not a giant stack of evidence. The moon landing... There's got to be 30 different pieces of evidence people point to and say, that's why it's fake. Now, all of them can be proven one way or the other, but at least it's a large body of evidence. I think the moon landing is an outstanding definition of a conspiracy theory, because it hits on all of those points, and it does not surprise me that even today, that many people believe it was faked. That is my thought, at least on the theory as a whole. Then we can talk a little bit about, you know... Landing on the moon, and you know, is it did how well did they do it? And uh, let's assume it was fake. Did they do a good job at faking it? And I would say, you know, they did a decent enough job because we haven't been able to prove it was fake. So, you know, that's one thing. But I, I don't know, Matt. What, what do you think about the the moon landing as a theory? Yeah, I think I I would have to agree that it is a very good conspiracy. It's it has all the all the pieces are in in play. Um, you have a powerful organization, you have evidence, you have all that. Um, I think that in, in, it's hard to judge the moon landing theory under the lens of today's, uh, social mirror. I think it's, um, when it's put under scrutiny by people of the 21st century who have access to satellite images, the Hubble, telescope all of these things that we know are not faked and you know we've we've seen the guy jump out from uh i think the the most telling piece is the guy jump that jumped out did the uh red bull challenge and he jumped out from that that uh carrier in the stratosphere uh and then landed on earth um i think that it's hard to, to determine i think this is one of those conspiracies that over time has definitely lost a lot of uh, adherence. And it's a little bit startling to think that there are still a large number of, of subscribers to the theory because I think that a lot of the evidence has sort of deteriorated. But there is there is some, I think, that have withstood the test of time. You know, 
a lot of it is also written in very scientific language, which I think is the strongest selling point that the theory has going for it. A lot of um, practical science has kind of been tweaked, I guess, in just the way to make it all seem like it makes a lot of sense. For example, the theory of the shadows that there, there, um, no shadows appear, or on the, uh, or no shadows would appear if they were on the actual moon, and then they, they, the shadows um, appearing in the broadcast, things like that, I think, make it a very plausible theory. I think that makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, I, I really do recommend if you, if you're ever just bored, read the just the Wikipedia article on the moon landing hoax. It is long and it is fascinating. It is really good read. But Matt, let me ask you this. Let's take this another step. There is a theory that the Apollo missions actually happened, but were then faked so the U- so no one would ever go back to the moon because Apollo astronauts either found a human skeleton and footprints already on the moon or found alien remains on the moon. Now okay. that's actually I now think, we're getting into Twilight Zone business a it's, little bit. I like the human skeleton and footprints. Like it's like I like that one. That's like a mystery story. That's like that's like that's so like a Michael Crichton novel, right? It has like all those mystery elements to it, with a little bit of sci-fi thrown in. I like it. Now, now, of course, the one missing piece there is that it is impossible for anything to decompose decompose on the moon because there's no atmosphere. So if someone did die, their bones wouldn't be there. Their body would be there. Right. So it would have to be like uh, someone planted the skeleton there. Right. With the footprints. Hmm. Maybe NASA's up to something. Very suspicious. Also, wouldn't it be kind of difficult for the bones to have like just been laying there all this time it would have had to have been recent that someone planted them there. Otherwise they would have become buried by space dust or just kind of, uh, found their way into a crater or mm-hmm. something. Well, I will say this theory, um, was published twice in the weekly world news, which if you remember was one of those magazines that just made up ridiculous things like, you know, mermaid found in sardine can, um, <laughs> twice in the eighties uh, and nineties, um, so maybe that lends to it probably not being true, but, um, though I agree. And I, and I certainly don't think this is a, <clears throat> a theory that's going to go anywhere. I think this is going to be with us for, for quite a long time. Um, and, and, you know, I, I think your point about modern technology is incredibly apt because even if you look at the list of, of evidence, all the things that sort of counteract that most of them were kind of put out in the last decade or so. Um, right. You know, with things like satellite images and the Hubble and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think that's just going to prove more and more it was true, but nonetheless, it is a, I think for, for, for my money, the, the greatest conspiracy theory, if not certainly one of the greatest. But, yes, I, I agree. I think that the evidence really holds up for that one. And it, it is a very convincing theory. I guarantee any of the viewers. Matthew. Matthew? Matthew? All right. Uh, <laughs> Matt is frozen. Uh, we're going to try and call him back right now. Let's see what we can do here. 
Let's get him on the Skype. Hopefully you're enjoying the show, everybody. I apologize for the the interruption on Matt. We got to get that guy a new computer or something. The person whom you're trying to reach is currently unavailable. And now we can't reach him. All right, I'm going to pause the recording. We'll be back in a moment with more Goldilocks Zone. Stick with us. All right, and we're back. Matt, what happened? Well, it turns out that uh, I had received a knock on the door when I was in the middle of my uh, my talking about the moon landing theory, and these these men in suits came in. What, and uh, was one of them Will Smith? One of them was Will Smith, oddly enough, and they left me these glasses. Oh, look at that! Yeah, I can yeah. see myself in your glasses. It's great. Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately, though, there might be a tape recorder inside the glasses. I don't know. Maybe they're trying to. Spy on our conversation. Well, you know, U.S. government, I'll just let you know, we publish this show publicly on YouTube for the world to see. You're welcome to watch it there. Next next time, don't cut off Matt's Skype. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, need... good to have you back. It's good to be back. Um, And we're going to move on because we've got another, in my opinion, great, well, another big conspiracy theory to talk about. And that would be the assassination of John F. Kennedy Jr., <gasps> Cue dramatic music. Dun-dun, dun-dun-dun-dun, 1963, U.S. President, convertible in Dallas, you know the story, book depository, Lee Harvey Oswald, sniper gun, boom, brain goes out the back, first lady reaches for him out of the car, he zips off, Zapruder film, Grassy Knoll, Jack Ruby, I don't think the story is unfamiliar to most people. One thing I will say is that there are a lot of polls been conducted on this. I will say between 68 and 83% of respondents uh, do not believe the story of the lone gunman. Now, that is that is the vast majority of Americans do not believe Lee Harvey Oswald was solely responsible for the assassination. Of Right. That's, that's a large number. Large percentage. That's a huge number. I, would, I don't have it in front of me, but that's got to be the highest among... Conspiracy theories in terms of people who believe it. This probably has to be the most believed conspiracy theory out there, I think would be fair to say. I think so. I mean, at least in the United States. Certainly. Certainly, I think it is. Matt, I, we'll, we'll have you go first on this. I mean, what do you think of this this theory as a whole? Uh, was Lee Harvey Oswald responsible or was it was it someone else? Well, these glasses are impeding my ability <laughs> to think. Uh, with the, the JFK assassination, um, you have, it's very similar to the moon landing, you know, where you have a lot of evidence that seems to really point in one direction, um, that, uh, you know, if you're not really paying attention, makes a lot of sense at first, especially if you've seen the Oliver Stone film. Um, well, as far as I mean, there th- th- another one, another uh, reason it's such a great theory is that it can really go in so many different directions. It really can go as far as our imagination will take us. You know, anybody from Fidel Castro to the mafia to aliens to Bigfoot himself could have um, assassinated Mr. Kennedy. Even, you know, Han Solo could have assassinated Kennedy since he shot first. You know what I'm saying? Anybody. Mm-hmm. Anybody that you could possibly imagine. Could have been me. Yeah, you Pro- could have had a time machine. Probably not, but okay. 
that's just the thing. I mean, it 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 could have been just a wide range of people, real or fictional, that could have done it. Um, a lot of evidence can be uh, dug up and construed, really, to seem more likely. And I think that's that's really where it lends its success as a conspiracy theory is this this wide range of twists and turns that can be taken. You know, your thoughts. Um, this is a really crappy conspiracy theory. I do not like this as a conspiracy theory. It is weak. Oh. It is weak sauce. And here's why: <laughs> a good conspiracy theory needs a villain. This one doesn't have one, as you just described. No one it has it, it's thousands not, of them. It's not really pinned on anyone. We could all have been in league with each other. Think of any good conspiracy theory. You're going to pin it on somebody, even if it is some. Yeah, they pinned of... it on. They pinned it on Lee Harvey Oswald, or so the conspiracy goes. Well, right, but what I'm saying is, but then who really did it? Like I said, it could have been a wide variety and of anybody. And that sucks. That's a crappy theory. You have, <laughs> Even in the like super sketchy, oh, the elite group of people who control the media or whatever, there's an elite group of people at the top well, you can point to. Like well, here. I think in... In this theory, it's it's like you you it's like a it's kind of like a write your own adventure story, and you have you have different you have various enclaves of believers within the conspiracy that believe a certain version of the story, you know. Like so, I think a lot of people believe it was like a Cuban resistance thing, um, oh, the, to, the, as, as a revenge against the you know the could have been the mafia, could have been I mean the the, the mafia could have been his own our own government, like. Uh, could have been a million things that's the problem i you need to be able to point to one person i really am uncomfortable with a conspiracy theory that is too much of a theory i like my theories bundled up that's why i like the moon landing it is bundled up in such a nice package and hand delivered to my door and i just unwrap it and it's beautiful this theory is so messy (laughs) it's just not a good theory okay um i mean what if the theory itself is just that there were ulterior motives? That, but that's a hunch. That's not a theory. It wasn't just some guy who was nuts. It no. was like it a, was like a plan that was a, set into motion that day. A theory by, had, from, by a particular group. Think of a scientific theory. You wouldn't just go in and say, you know, I I think. If I do this, this will happen, right? You don't you don't keep it vague. You get really specific with a theory, and you say in certain situations, blah, 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 blah. you get really specific, and that's how I think of a conspiracy theory: is I need to it to go from A to B to C to D and play out. And even if parts of that don't make sense, at least those parts are there. And in the Kennedy assassination, the points aren't there; they're just not because you you have to make. I don't know. For for me, a good conspiracy theory has to have at least one main narrative that most people agree on. And if it doesn't have that, it's not a good theory. So for me, JFK assassination, bunk, it is whack as a theory. Because <laughs> A, because it has no villain. And B, because the evidence isn't good for it. And this is what we're going to talk about this. When we do part two of the show next week, we're going to do some of the kind of more out there conspiracy theories like lizard people and things. And I'm going to have this beef with every single one of those. It's that they are the purest of theories in that there is no even fake evidence to back them up. 
Kennedy assassination has a much tougher time than the moon landing because we don't have video, you know, we have the Zapruder film, which barely tells us anything. We have the magic bullet, which really is, is a theory in and of itself. It's not even really evidence. We may have had another shooter on a, on, on a piece of grass in Dallas, but nobody really claims to have seen this person. And it's just that was more like they heard him. I mean, nobody saw him. Yeah, and it then there's like audio. there's the famous um, motorcycle recording, the cop who left his motorcycle microphone on, and it's they've had it analyzed by lasers and all this crap, and it's never really proven anything. They say it's on there, we just don't hear it, and you know, I don't know. It's just it's, I just need it to be a little cleaner for it to be a good well, theory. Plus, you have that author. I I don't remember his name, but just like a year ago, he he wrote like a massive book. It was like a like an eight hundred page book or something and he pretty clearly explains how harvey uh lee harvey oswald did it and how everything makes sense and how there really shouldn't be any theories then he pretty much just put all of them to, all of them to sleep see actually what's what's funny is that for me makes it a better theory your theory is good if you have someone taking the time to write an entire book dedicated to saying a very why your long theory's book wrong. too it was a massive book that's great. The more people you have trying to prove your theory is wrong, the more credence it lends to it, and the better a theory is. So that's a good metric in my eyes. I like that. And that is one thing you can give credit to on this one, is that it is really heavily studied. We will talk about some good conspiracy theories that are much smaller in scope and don't have as much attention. I think that helps it out a little bit. But it it's it's easy to see why people would get excited about this as a theory especially when you have Jack Ruby coming and killing Lee Harvey Oswald and you have to remember that was broadcast on television Lee Harvey Oswald yeah. getting shot which for my money is probably one of the top 3 most amazing things ever captured on television on live television that moment of Lee Harvey Oswald getting shot it is fascinating to me so you can see why people would would and then there's the Warren Commission and all this. I don't know. I just think, as a theory, it's not very good. I think as a story, as as a thing for people to be interested in, absolutely. I think it is great for that. But no one's really been able to put a complete theory around it for it to work for me. Right. I, I think another... I mean, it's, it's, it's good that you mentioned um, Jack Ruby's assassination of Oswald. Because... Um, that's really where the conspiracy takes off, isn't it? It's kind of like if that had never happened, you have to wonder how many conspiracies, how many conspiracists would would write about it. Like I would come up with conspiracies because um, that moment kind of makes it like somebody is trying to hide something. Somebody's trying to up. cover something up mm -hmm. so that we won't know. That's what, a good point. We won't know what the um, the real situation behind it all was because we're we're essentially taking the we're essentially taking the primary source out of it and now there there is no primary source right yeah yeah i think you know it just it it does tell a better story and i think without that you'd have nothing the one other piece that i like to point out is the warren commission 1964 found lee harvey oswald acted alone but you have to remember um, and, and some people forget about this, but the House Select Committee on Assassinations in 79 used the motorcycle recording to put out a finding that Oswald probably did not work alone. 
Now, yeah. that audio was later that discredited and the panel was discredited, but people still remember the finding, right? Right. The and U.S. The government never really said been he didn't work closed. alone. I think another and another another huge issue with that also is that the CIA and F, I mean the FBI rather the FBI and the um, the federal government still have not declassified all of the documents involving they've they've over the years they have eased up especially during the Clinton administration they they are they they opened up a lot of locked doors but none of them that were really that substantial mm-hmm. or were um presenting any and 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 you have to wonder what's really on the documents that they they have reason to uh to hide away i don't know <coughs> that's so exactly like it, right. th- that's i think that's what a lot of i mean a lot of the conspiracy theorists would point to they would say well, why are you still trying to cover it up? Because, I mean, with the moon landing, we go back to that. You know, NASA has said for years, this is, you know, your theories are bunk, that this actually happened. And they've been, if anything, been trying their best to discredit them. Mm-hmm. Whereas with this theory, it's kind of just been swept under the rug. And a lot of people just like to pretend that it doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think this theory is going to stick, not go anywhere anytime soon. Um, and yeah. I think this is one people will continue to believe for a long time. Um, let's continue on. We have time for, uh, another theory. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more of an, of, of, of an oogie boogie sort of, uh, paranormal type, uh, conspiracy, but I think it's prevalent enough to warrant being on this show and not the other one. And that is, uh, aliens area 51 Roswell. I want to focus. I'll just preface this by saying, I want to focus on the conspiracy side and the fact that I, I believe will define the official conspiracy as the U.S. government has evidence of extraterrestrial life that it is hiding from the American people. That is the conspiracy. Does, does yeah. that sound right? Yeah, I think that is the conspiracy. Where, a lot of, you know, you talk you know. The, the famous crash in Roswell, you talk Area 51, the Great Aliens conspiracy. You talk about a couple of the other U.S. military bases where there is supposedly activity. Um there's all kinds of classified uh, classified documents really falls into this theory well, where there's a lot of things the U.S. government refuses to declassify around unidentified objects and things of that nature. Um, of course, the government always conducting experiments, and we've heard of like crazy experiments with with LSD and with mind control, and, and you know it's not a huge leap to think that the government could be experimenting with with alien life, um, or yeah. so the theory goes. Um, I believe it is uh, my turn to go first, uh, as if I didn't talk enough already on JFK, but I, I think the alien uh, theory as a theory is very fundamentally sound, and I think it comes down to the fact that aliens are much more out there than a presidential assassination or landing on the moon. And I think that's, at its core, you're always going to have a better theory on that, because you can never prove it, and it's really, really valuable for someone to hide that. Or cover that up, or be sneaky about it, right? Way yeah. more so than lot, the others. Yeah, definitely a lot more to be gained. The stakes are way higher. Secrecy, and that's mm-hmm. and that plays into why it's so much more secretive than other conspiracy theories, and why there's yeah. less a less threshold of evidence than yeah, than other theories. So I think that huge hugely works for it. The problem I have with all of these sort of oogie-boogie paranormal myths is that as far as conspiracy theories go, 
I let me compare it to paranormal television shows because this is a parallel I like to make. There are all these ghost hunter shows, right? You ever see these on TV where they go into the spooky mansion and then they go, "What was that?" and then they turn the camera out quick and there's like a bang and that's evidence <laughs> of ghosts, right? And that happens right. every week. I don't know why people watch that, but what fascinates me about that is they're never going to find ghosts, and if they did find ghosts and captured them on camera, it would fundamentally change everything we know about everything. Yeah. You would hear about that. It's not like you're going to tune in and they're going to randomly find evidence of ghosts. You would have heard about it by now. Like, it's just it's just the theory that one of these weeks they're going to find it is so slim. Yeah. The same goes for aliens, right? Aliens are such a big effing deal that the odds of them being able to contain such a conspiracy, to me, we talk about the stakes being higher, so to me are the the chances of it being found out as a conspiracy and busted as a conspiracy. Because some conspiracies, by the way, do get busted. There are evidence of that. The um, the famous uh, GM uh, streetcar uh, conspiracy is a great example of one, one that got busted um, as well. Matt, are you still there? Matthew? <laughs> so this happens right when I'm in the middle of a good thought. Uh, we've, we've dropped Matt yet again. Uh, we'll give Skype a minute to try and get him back. Matt, you there? Matthew? Oh my goodness. This is just a heck of a show. We're just chock full of technical difficulties. Uh, we're going to take a break, and uh, we'll be right back with, hopefully, Matt right after this. And we're back. Matt is back. I don't think we can blame the government on this one. Nope. This was just ghosts. This, this was just ghosts. It's just yeah. th- finally proof of ghosts. We've done it. All of ghosts you can stop looking. We've done it. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I don't want to keep railing out about aliens, but I just think that the this one is so much more difficult to let's assume for a second the government was behind the JFK assassination, right? All it would have taken is one guy in the in the CIA to tell one other guy to go shoot him, and those are the only two guys who knew about it. That's a pretty easy conspiracy to hide, right? Yeah. When it comes to aliens, I feel like a lot more people would have to get involved, and the odds are going to be able to keep you know, and like the New World Order theory, where it's you know the elite control everything. That's like twelve people on Earth who have to keep it a secret. Yeah. You know. I mean. And- yeah, also, at least as far as Area 51 goes, you have a pretty logical explanation. Area 51, the location in the Nevada desert, happens to be where the government tests top-secret aircraft, right? And that's a very plausible, logical explanation as to why people see, you know, what they perceive as UFOs mm-hmm. all around that air, that one particular area. It's like if they had seen UFOs all over, like, I don't know, Wisconsin or all over, like, some random field in Kansas. Yeah. Like, then you'd be like, well, what's going on? But because you see all this these unidentified aircraft flying over the aircraft base. Where the aircraft are unidentified. Where they yes. aircraft that's top secret <laughs> for military reasons. Gee, I don't know. I don't know why you see those things. Maybe well, there, it's aliens. There was a great video online today of the 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 um the new aircraft NASA's testing that is literally a round shuttle device that spins. <laughs> you know, it looks like yeah. a freaking UFO. Like so, there you, you know. go. They were probably testing that <laughs> at, at Area Fifty One, seventies and sixties. Yeah, yeah. And there you go. So yeah, I I just I don't know. It's the foundation. I think is really good, 
but the second you poke at it at all with a stick, it just crumbles. Just deflates, yeah. Um, it really does. But, you know, I want to believe. They're out there. They they are out there. Matt, what do you the uh, team what do you what do you think of uh, of aliens as a conspiracy theory? Is the U.S. Well, government hiding them from us? No, I think that it, there there isn't really. I mean, there there with this theory, I think there's everything to gain and there's also nothing to gain at all, because I mean, while it would be a shocking revelation, uh, to say the least, to our society. Um, and everything we know and our place in the universe would kind of come into question. I, I think in this in this day and age, with all the technology we have and, and space travel and capabilities, I think that the shock value kind of wears off. I think it – I mean people would still be – don't get me wrong. People would still be absolutely, you know, shocked. They would be, you know, beside themselves with fear or confusion. Yeah, what what, what if President Obama went on television tomorrow and but, said, the government has see, known about aliens since the 50s and we've been hiding it, but now we think it's time to tell the American people. Yeah, like, I, I don't really think there would be such a, like, a panic. I don't think it would cause that much of it. I think it would just be like, oh, wow, there's aliens now. And, you know, they knew about it all along, see? And then it would give all the UFO people a chance to say, like, see, we told you so. And if he revealed that, like, you know, a lot of things would change in our foreign policy. In, but I think also if that kind of information got revealed, it has the potential to be like a, a unifying factor in the world. Like, think about that. Think about like every – all the warring countries on earth, Israel and Palestine, and Pakistan and India. And then they all just see like there's life outside of this planet. And then they say, wait a minute, you know – this life could could pose a threat, not just to our own, you know, not just to Pakistanis or to Indians or Israelis or Palestinians. It could pose a threat to all humanity. So we we really ought to start putting our petty differences aside and paying more attention to this interstellar threat. Oh, my God. Brilliant conspiracy theory. The United States fakes aliens a la Watchmen. To create a a situation that unifies the world behind a single enemy. The fake aliens. You fake I like aliens. It. Dr. Manhattan. Yeah, there you Oh, man. That's good. That's a good, good conspiracy theory. Hasn't happened, but... I think it has everything in it, right? That's, that's Except pretty, for the evidence. Except for the evidence, yeah. But I, <laughs> when has a conspiracy theory ever needed evidence? <laughs> I think that's a good one. I think you you should write a book on that. I should. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> that's the thing about uh, alien conspiracies is that it's it's so easy to poke a hole right through them, and all of the things that seem to make sense about them just don't really anymore upon upon further examination. Yeah. Yeah, and and you know the joke is you want you know I want to believe, but I actually really don't. You know, like the moon landing, it's like, that actually would be kind of impressive. Like, wow, the U.S. make oh. the moon landing, and oh, but they yeah, missed think... these couple things, and I feel smart because I figured them out. But when it comes to aliens, it's like, no, no, I don't I don't really, buy, I don't oh. care. I think it'd be totally cool if aliens existed. I think it'd be totally cool if the U.S. government hit aliens for, you know, 70 years. Yeah, I, I think that would be, I think that'd be pretty awesome. That would be more Especially... impressive to me than alien life. Yeah, 
Especially if, if they had the, like, if they were peaceful aliens and they wanted to, like, talk to us and share their technology with us, I think that'd be awesome. Have you ever, uh, I'm going to assume not, have you ever watched V? V for Vendetta? No, V the miniseries? No. So this was, not. A, this was a great miniseries. It was uh, made in the 80s and then remade a couple of years ago. And it is a television miniseries about aliens that come to Earth and they say, we, we want to be friendly. They look like us and we want to be friendly and give you our technology and help humanity. And we are good people. And then unsurprisingly, they turn out to be evil. And then there's the human resistance. And um, I don't know if the 80s one is anywhere, but if you get a chance, at least watch the remake um, that they did a couple years ago. It's actually pretty good. And it is really interesting when you talk about sort of aliens coming to Earth and, and it's sort of like... You never really know what they're up to. Are they good? Are they evil? What is really their plan? Like, mm-hmm. it's really, it's really interesting. Okay. Yeah, I'll give that a shot. That seems like it's. it's or worth you can watching. just watch Men in Black, which is basically, you know, a more positive yeah. way to look at it. That's true. I, I have, and I've seen Men in Black. Don't even get me started on the plot problems I have with Men in Black. Plot problems. Yes, I, I have a lot of problems with the film Men in Black, but. It's like a Nickelodeon movie. This is isn't it? it's, it's like a kids' for, movie. It is, of. and and I have problems with the plot points within the own universe they've created. So I accept the fact that aliens have landed on Earth and blah blah oh, okay. blah. But there's a lot of other problems. But we yeah, won't... it gets kind of tricky when you have like time travel and you have the clicky pen thing that makes everybody forget. Well, I even have the just the the problem of the theory that the yeah I, I won't get into it but it just it's very odd it's yeah very odd. um matt i think we're out of time we don't have time for our final theory and that's okay we didn't get to the frozen envelope theory but i don't think that's a particularly common one either so i think right. we're, we're okay to go by that but there are conspiracies and other things sports and banking and war and and Star uh, space Wars. and you know, they're, one of my favorite conspiracy theories is New Coke, which some people think Coca-Cola <laughs> purposefully put out to get people to buy more classic Coke. That's a pretty good conspiracy. I like that one. I think that that's probably true, knowing knowing Coca-Cola. I think they would try some kind of advertising scheme like that. Sounds pretty plausible, actually. Yeah, it's just, well, you know, and hey, listen, the best thing about conspiracy theories is you make, they make you feel smart. They make you feel like you figured it out. They make you feel like, aha, they didn't want me to know, but I did it. Yeah. I fig- I'm the one who put the puzzle pieces <laughs> together and found the evidence. Like it's a it's I a mystery. It's, it's more exactly. It's like a mystery. It's a lot of a lot of people love to read mysteries and watch mystery movies. And that's all the conspiracy theories really are at, at their heart. It's just the uh, humanity's desire to look at something and see something completely different and then think themselves all the wiser because of it. It's great. I love a good conspiracy theory. Always, always entertaining have to, agree. to read now and again. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, well, good. Well, I thought I thought that was an outstanding discussion. As usual, um, As next true. week we're going to be back with part two, and we're going to pick apart some of the crazier theories. We're going to talk New World Order. We're going to talk lizard people. We're going to talk. Um, we're going to talk about fluoride in the water. We're going to talk, I, I've got a list of just some of the stupidest theories you've ever heard. There, there was a theory, remember when they switched from analog to digital over the air television a few years oh, ago? Oh yeah, 
There is a theory the government wants us to do that because all new TVs have hidden cameras and microphones in them to record oh. everything we do in our homes. Oh, that, that or, makes so much sense. alternatively, the digital signal is in some way uh, controlling our minds. Ah, uh, right. Right, right, right. I love it. We're going to go through so many of these. Lots of laughs will be had. I recommend you tune in. It'll be next week at goldilockshow.com. First, though, we have to do our question for this week. We have to do our question. So our question for this week is about aliens. If you were abducted by aliens, what would be your first communication with them? What would you say or do to communicate with the aliens? What would your message be? How would you um, bridge bridge human and alien life and, and be a representative of all humankind? No pressure. Uh, we want to hear your answer. Tweet us at Goldilocks Show. You can also post on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Goldilocks Show. Or you can even email us, goldilockshow at gmail.com. Um, and give us your feedback, and we'll, we'll read it on air next week, uh, along with our thoughts, as we always do. Uh, again, the show is available on iTunes uh, and via RSS through our website, and on most podcast apps, including Pocket Casts and Overcaps, on your device. Um, and also, GoldilocksShow.com. Just go there. All the links are there. It's a, it's a good site. You, you can find things there. Um, Matt, anything else you'd like to tell the fine people before we leave for the, the, the evening? I think I would like to uh, leave the show by saying, you know, the truth is out there. I need I need the CSI Miami. Yeah. Uh, exactly. You just have to be bold enough to look for it. Always ask questions. Don't believe what they tell you. There's always more to the story. Who is behind it? Aliens. Aliens. It's aliens. Spoiler alert. It's, it's always aliens. aliens. It's always aliens. Come on. Okay. Always. It's a good answer. All right. Well, on behalf of Matt, I thank everyone out there for listening. We'll be back next week with more Goldilocks Zone and our conspiracy theory. But until then, I'm trying to. I'm doing that thing that the History Channel guy does. He goes aliens. Oh, aliens. You know what I mean? Aliens. aliens. Yeah. Like aliens. like that alien. And we got it. We got to meet you doing that. Someone clip that out. Aliens. Aliens. <laughs> it's perfect. Wonderful. Well, uh, thanks guys for joining us. We'll see you next week on more Goldilocks Zone.